Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Boardwalk Hardwood Floors Blues booth. Boardwalk Hardwood Floors has great floors for every home with locations in West County, South County, St. Charles County, and our new location in Mid-County. And online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carrick. We go to the Brown and Coopman Celebrity Line, and Hall of Famer Bernie Federko is standing by. The Blues moving to within a game of eliminating Minnesota with a 5-2 win last night. Good morning, Mr. Federko. How are you? I'm great, Randy. A good win last night. All was well. You love to see a guy that has the ability to put his team on the back do so, like Tarasenko did in the third period. Yeah, it was good. Uh, we were talking last night is that there's no question of who is going to wake up and, and really do the job uh, earlier or not. I mean, uh, that was kind of the rush line is kind of quiet. And uh, we were hoping that uh, at some point in time that they'd get things going. And, and it was very uh, much the good timing that uh, Vladdy came through there in the third period. Yeah, right on time, Bernie, as you mentioned. But Vladimir Tarasenko did not want to talk about his natural hat trick last night or any sort of personal accolades. He seemed almost subdued. He was so locked in and just kept saying, it's about the team, it's about the win, on to the next one. Um, do you appreciate that mentality from him? Are you surprised that he doesn't even want to revel in his own personal success at all? Well, I think he's been used to that before, though, Michelle. I think that he knows uh, that he's got a job to do. And, and, I, and I really think that there's some competition going on, too, with Kaprizov right now, uh, you know, fellow Russian that has played so well for the for the Wild uh, through this series right now. And I think that Vladdy is, I think, putting a little extra pressure on himself. And I think it is about winning uh, the team. It's most important if it doesn't matter what you do personally, if the team doesn't advance in the playoffs and things aren't, what they're supposed to be. So I think Vladdy's got a really good attitude about that right now, and, and it's good to see him uh, really uh, contribute last night. Bernie, for the second consecutive game, that Erickson Eck line is held off the score sheet. As a matter of fact, Erickson Eck, Felino, and Greenway all finished minus one last night. From your vantage point, what have the Blues done to be able to neutralize that crew? That's a really good question, Randy. I, I just think that the Blues are really outworking the Wild right now. I mean, I, I was kind of surprised last night. I thought that the Wild would come out and uh, be a lot more uh, aggressive on their forecheck. I thought they would be a lot more aggressive from line after line, each, each line going out there one after the other. And I thought the Blues just did a really good job kind of uh, um, just neutralizing everything. The Blues were the ones that were you know getting the puck. They didn't try to do anything fancy last night. They just were uh, very, very steady with the play. And, and they really took that energy out of that building. I mean, I, I, I once Kaprizov got that second goal, I thought, oh, oh here we go. Me the, too. The, the fans are involved, <laughs> and and they really didn't. They didn't get anything going. I mean, that line really didn't do anything other than Kaprizov out there. And I think uh, Dean Evanson said it last night. Uh, Kaprizov was really the only guy on that team last night for Minnesota that was really competing. Everybody else was kind of just uh, going through the motions. So it, it was a very, very surprising. But whatever the Blues are doing, I mean, whether it's the uh, you know, standing up and the defense not allowing the, the forecheck to happen. I, I don't think that I saw, uh, you know, why, I think we were talking about that last night. There was only one time in the game that uh, it, was, it was maybe in the mid-first period where that the grief line 
um, actually had a, a really good shift where they, they really controlled the puck and had the cycle going in the Blues uh, defensive zone. And I think that was the only one time that I really saw a lot of pressure uh, from the Minnesota Wild. So it, it was really kind of a strange game. But uh, whatever the Blues are doing right, they, they certainly need to do it uh, one more time and, and do this uh, as quickly as they can and put, put this series over with as quick as possible. Bernie, with the win last night, Jordan Bennington now has 18 playoff wins. He's the winningest Blues playoff goalie of all time. We talked about Vladimir Tarasenko breaking out and having it happen at just the right time. Jordan Bennington finding himself again also happening at just the right time. Yeah, he was real steady last night. I mean, that's what happens. I mean, we talked about the the goaltender all the time. If you uh, just don't let any bad ones in. You don't have to make a spectacular save, but just to do the job that you're supposed to, and that's stop the, the pucks that, that are there for you to stop. And I think that's what exactly what Jordan has done And the two games that he's come in. He's not really had to do uh, – he did make a couple of really good saves in, really in game four that I thought were really big in the third period. Uh, the other night, but uh, last night he really didn't have to really step up and come up with anything really big. He was just steady. He was in good position. I thought again right last night, and that's something that uh, uh, Craig Bruby has, has touched on, is that Jordan really handles the puck very well. And I think he a lot of those rims that came around last night, he was able to stop. He's made a couple of plays uh, early in the game up to the defense, uh, took the pressure off the defense by handling the puck, and I think he did a really good job with that once again last night. Bernie, the word steady is uh, has been applied to Nick Letty, steady Letty, but having him back in the lineup just makes such a difference. You, he, he kind of brings like a, a comfort zone to me. I, I feel good about him being in front of the net because I feel like he's going to make the right play. Yeah, he's very poised out there, Randy. He he, he does. He, he reads the play really well. I mean, when that puck is being dumped in, he's already, I mean, he skates so well. I mean, he's so smooth out there, too, uh, that his anticipation of where he has to go and where, where he, what he's going to do with the puck as soon as he gets it. And I think that's just a, uh, a experience. Uh, he, he's been around a lot of playoff games. What was that they were saying? That was 123 or 124 last night. That's a lot of playoff hockey. So he, he's been in the situation before. And, and he's very poised for doing it. And, yes, to have him back in the lineup, both him and Bortuzzo were, were big last night. Uh, the experience that they brought uh, to the lineup, especially on the road, really was a, was a big factor last night. And Bernie Perunovic doesn't play. He plays on the power play, doesn't get a ton of minutes. He only had, I think, 13 last night. But number 48 just seems to stand out. Something happens when he's on the ice. Yeah, he's very uh, – I mean, he's one of those kids that, and I think that we're seeing that's the new NHL defenseman. I think we're seeing that with McCarr. We, we're seeing with 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 a lot of the the smaller defensemen um, that have really done a really good job because they skate so well. They're so smart up there. Maybe they not be the physical defenseman that we're used to seeing, but um, they they get the puck. They know exactly what they have to do, and they kind of always like want to want to be quarterbacks or whatever they have the puck out there. So uh, he's been certainly not out of place for a guy that hasn't played. Uh, much hockey since January, since the surgery, to come back and to be able to jump right back in the lineup, especially in the in the uh, heat of the playoff hockey, and, and do the job that he's done. I've been very, very impressed, and I think he's going to continue to get more ice time. I, I mean, I, we don't know how long Krug is going to be out, but uh, certainly, um, especially on the power play, he's getting his opportunities. And, and when the Blues need offense, I mean, he's a guy that's going to really uh, knows how to make the plays offensively and how to set up things. Uh, you know, as far as as uh, uh, trying to you know get the offense going. 
Bernie, I always appreciate Braden Chen, but there's just something about him in the playoffs that I watch the way he plays, and I just have so much admiration for him, whether it's the unreal back check or the hits, the way he sacrifices his body. He just truly is the all-time great team player. He really is. He's fun to watch because he's always in motion. He, he knows that, uh, and I think that obviously the other team knows that, that he's coming all the time. <laughs> he finishes a check no matter what, and uh, that's, I think, that brings the energy, I think, to the to the rest of the team. And certainly in our building here in St. Louis, when, when he's out there finishing his checks, he brings a lot of uh, <laughs> of the energy to the building as well to the fans. So, I mean, he's one of those guys that he's a, he's a gamer. He's a, he's a winner. He wants to play. He wants the things to happen. And you have to have guys like that on, on, on your team. And I, and I think the, the position he's in right now, playing left wing with, with Perron and and with O'Reilly has, has been a great factor in, in, in what Chief has done, mixing things up. I mean, I think that's pulling all the right strings there and pushing all the right buttons. And, and that team has really been the catalyst of this team uh, uh, in this round of the playoffs. Finally, Bernie, are you like us in that even though the Blues won Game 7 in Boston after losing Game 6 here in 2019, even though the Blues have won a couple in Minnesota in this series, just get it over with tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> We are saying I 100% on your side. I mean, be all the statistics, 80% of the, the teams that win the fifth game win the series. Well, you know what? Yes, let's not have another game six like we had in 2019. Let's not wait to have to be game seven. So, uh, yes, they, I think they all know business is business, and uh, they need to put it behind them. And, and certainly Minnesota, I don't think, is going to roll over and die. So the Blues have got to be ready. They've got to really – uh, as you go in the playoffs, the, the fourth one is always the hardest to win. Uh, so I think that they all know that, and, and I think they'll be very, very prepared for that tomorrow night. Hall of Famer Bernie Federico, you always educate us about hockey. We appreciate that. Always good to talk to you. Have a great day. Thank you. Thank you very much. You guys have a great day, too. See you later. That's the Hall of Famer Bernie Federico on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.